You write, there are tens of millions of Americans who aren't on the hard left or the hard right who feel the world has gone mad. So in what ways has the world gone mad? Well, you know, when you have the chief reporter on the beat of COVID for the New York Times talking about how questioning or pursuing the question of the lab leak is racist, the world has gone mad. When you're not able to say out loud and in public that there are differences between men and women, the world has gone mad. When we're not allowed to acknowledge that rioting is rioting and it is bad, and that silence is not violence, but violence is violence, the world has gone mad. When we're not able to say that Hunter Biden's laptop is a story worth pursuing, the world has gone mad. When in the name of progress, young school children, as young as kindergarten, are being separated in public schools because of their race, and that is called progress rather than segregation, the world has gone mad. There mm. are dozens of examples that I could share with, with you and with and your you viewers. And you often say, you say everyone aloud. Everyone sort of knows this. And you say we're not allowed, we're not able. Between... Who's the people stopping the conversation? Who are they? Um, people that work at networks, <laughs> frankly, like the one I'm speaking on right now, who try and claim that you know, it was it was racist to investigate the lab leak theory. It was. But I mean, who let's said just that take at CNN? Example. But I'm just saying that when you say aloud, I just think it's a provocative thing you say. You say you say we're not allowed to talk about these things, but they're all over the internet. Well, what, I can Google them. Brian, I can find them everywhere. I've heard about every story you mentioned. Of course. So I'm just suggesting. Of course, people are allowed to cover whatever they want. Every time I see that shit, I want to punch that nigga in his face, man. Do what now? I just want to punch that dude in his face, man. Like, just I just, but I remember the gaslight. I just remember that I'm a civilized young man, and I can't just be out here punching people. So, I just recognize, like you said, it's just it's just gaslighting, textbook gaslighting. You just you sitting there looking, you sitting there on CNN, pretending like. This woman is losing her mind. She's crazy. And to, to ask about aloud, like, there's so many levels of censorship going on right now. Like, I literally was reading an article today about how new journalists shouldn't cover both sides of the news because Republicans and conservatives are dangerous. We should just only have one view. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I, I, I was, it's called it's called both siderism. Both, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People be making up stuff, boy. <laughs> you tell me, you talk about some cisgender. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't make that up. I stole that. So, <laughs> oh shit. Hey, hey, you know, all words made up, but I don't gotta accept them. Yeah, this is very, very true. Very true. <laughs> Shout out to Darius. <laughs> manic. <laughs> That man that came. Stay woke. <laughs> yeah, Stay woke. Yeah. My boy LaKeith Stanfield that came a long way, man. Oh man. Hey, but that 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 gangster western joint, that, that was a decent movie. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I, the I, only I, question I took away from it was Nate Love, Nat Love, did Nat you were, were you a buck? Or were you always a love and Rufus became a buck because he was disowned? Like, how did you not know that was your brother? 
Like, like uh, just based on a last name perspective, like, you know, did he, did he just take another last name since he was disowned or something like that? Other than that, I, I, I didn't find too many gaps. I mean, well, the book, yeah, y'all just go out there and watch the harder they fall. <laughs> I can, I, I'll talk about that off air because I, I don't want to. I feel like that's a movie I would appreciate if people watched, based on the fact that I think that. No, we can talk about it here. I'll just cut it out. Uh, okay, okay. I, I think that when they hurt me, I knew who to call. I knew who would help me, and I knew who I could trust. Mosley Collins. If you've been badly hurt and want my help, call me. There's never a fee until we win your case. Dial 444-4444. Just remember, all fours for legal help. Got that's, you. That's that, okay. That, and that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's still to an extent, it was and the reason I appreciate it, that the reason I just wanted to point out that this is just a gangster film. Because literally everything about it, the breakout, in my opinion, was similar to the Bane breakout in, in Dark Knight, how they got on the plane and did the whole heist or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying it was exactly the same. I'm just letting people know, like, this is just your their, their typical, I, I, I get the boss out. There's a story that needs to be told, you know, and these 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 characters, you know, have their little stories. It, it was it, it was it was um it was well executed. I can't complain. With a little with a little Thanos Killmonger in it. Of course, of course, because the new the new since since Joker, I don't think that we've got any too many bad guys, and not Joker. I'm talking about the Dark Knight. We haven't got too many bad guys that are just purely evil. All of them kind of have have a a justifiable cause that I've that I've that's really stood out lately. It, because because we as you get older and you become more realistic, and and you you tend to be able to identify with the villain a lot more, especially depending on your Meyer Briggs. They say in certain certain spectrums of the Meyer Briggs are able to identify with the villains more. You got people that, you know, just are more willing to empathize with the with the uh with the antagonist more. And that's really it really was before the Joker. I mean, it was people that could relate to um to Mr. Smith. It was people that could relate. You can relate to Darth Vader. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways. I mean the, the villain from if the villain is well written, you can understand his plight. I mean, shit. Even Loki, Loki, pretty much being the bastard child, the you know the redhead stepchild. I mean, you understood why he was coming from where he was coming from, you know. So, yeah, you know, you have your you have your you have your um, what do you call it? Your your antihero, and you know, some people, you know, like you got your Blade, you got your Wolverine, who's really an uh, anti-hero, you got your Deadpool. A lot more people are starting to be able to identify with them because our generation has gotten older, you know, so you, people people that were 30 or 40 years ago, 30 or 40 years old, when we were young, pr could probably identify with their Mr. Smiths, the, the Darth Vaders, and these people for a long time. It, it just, it just kind of takes some age and wisdom to to kind of be able to empathize with a with a with a Thanos. I mean, like you said, <laughs> it, it 
they know how to speak in a way that could captivate their followers. That's how cults are built. Like cults, you're not just you just can't be no silly goofy motherfucker trying to start a cult. You gotta know how to speak. You got that's that's why Joe Biden is failing. I was gonna say you can be a silly goofy motherfucker and start a cult as long as you you I think you have to know your opposition. I feel I feel like I feel like Donald Trump knew his opposition and he knew his target audience. And I think Joe Bu- Joe Biden Joe Biden Joe Biden is like, all right, I'm just gonna go after the and go after the complete different audience, and that worked to get you in there, but it's not sustainable because did you it? have to appease to the entire audience now. Did he get in there because of that? Did he? <laughs> it's, it's it's like, look, I'm not. What what does it say? I don't want I don't want X team to win. I just want X team to lose. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want the I don't I don't want the Rockets to win. I just want the Lakers to lose. Pretty much with the Astros situation. Boys yeah. boys don't really care about the Braves. No. Boys boys wasn't rocking with the Braves when they was when it was Chipper Jones and them, man. It boys Come just on. you know, that's all I know. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but you know, boys just want you know, the the Astros are the heel now, so you know, people just rooting against but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, man, but at the end of the day, yeah, I can, I can, I can understand why people tend to want to hear the villain more based on the fact that, like I've said many times, especially with things going on right now. I mean, this is the, with a lot of stuff that's going on right now. This is how you create extremists. This is why people take things to the extreme. And nine times out of ten, the villain gonna give you the truth. The and, good and, guy's gonna tell you what you want to hear. The villain is gonna give you the truth. And the thing is, because we we label them as villains and we label them as heroes, and 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 that's why that's why I keep you know people you know I, I'm not really interested in a lot of these Marvel releases no more because I know that these Marvel releases and a lot of these comic book releases are are moving away from their essence as far as. An actual message like you could literally read these comic books, which comic books are graphic novels for a long time. These graphic novels actually had something to say. A lot of these Marvel movies that are coming out now, they're purely fluff entertainment eye candy. Like I'm noting I'm noticing that a lot of these Marvel movies now, the people that are anxious to go watch them, they were people that had no clue about them 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago when they made, like, I'm talking about when Blade started the MCU technically, like, they had no interest in that, obviously, you know, you could, you could say because they were younger, but in reality, they're just being pandered to more, so now they're grasping towards a newer audience, and, and, I, and I've always said, and I've been saying this for a long time, what makes or breaks a movie is the villain. If your villain is trash and not memorable, Nobody's really going to care about that movie. And that's why that's what made the MCU so successful, because the ones that hit actually had good villains or the stories were executed. You know, for for the most part, I would say Iron Man one could be the exception, because I don't think a lot of people really just recognize the villain, but they did see the villain as the U.S. government. And that's and that's important, you know. Even though the villain was um was Jebediah, right? Yeah. No, but that that's your average person doesn't even remember that. They just know that Iron Man was a nice origin film. They got to see the suit for the first time. Blah blah. Like 
that was important. But other than that, the ones that really hit, that's why a lot of people don't like Captain America, the first one. But they love part two because Winter Soldier, dope villain. I mean, I can go on. So because I was just going to ask you, who, who who's Captain Marvel's villain? I don't know. Like like was it was it was it the Cree or or was it not? Like it it, it flip flopped. Uh, it wasn't Don Cheadle. Um, so oh, here you go with that shit, man. I mean, you she borrowed a villain. Like you already that was already. The Guardians of the Galaxy villain. So it was just, you know, that was, eh, you don't, once again, it's just pandering. And, and don't, don't get it twisted. I, would, I don't think Captain Marvel was a terrible movie, but it was forgettable. Because, I, you know, it was. It, it was forgettable, but also you sold us on this, this thing, this phase thing where, boom, I get solo movies, I get a joint movie. I get solo movies, I get a joint movie. And then he's like, all right. We're, we're rolling this phase out and this person has to play a part in this phase and their part in this phase was very minimal in my opinion that nobody asked for <laughs> they passed the torch to feminism bro that's that's all they want they pass they passed the torch to feminism and the woke mob that's why when you look at this next phase you get a you get a you get an asian you get you, you got captain marvel you get an asian then you get you know, some gay dude. You get uh, a space female crew. Thor. Yeah, 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 the female Thor. You finna get a She-Hulk. You about to get a, a a female version of um Hawkeye, basically. And then you got you pretty much got one division being propped up as you know the strongest uh person in a, in Avengers now. But it's it's it. They pass the torch to feminism and the woke mob. And for me, you know, I'll check it out down the line. But my interest is very minimal now, just based on the fact that. I know that once again, it's moving away from its essence and it's going towards, you know, pandering to people that never really had a genuine interest in comic books or action movies. So, you know, in general, because I'm always say it just like people that are just not getting the anime. Like I know how young dudes felt, you know, you know, in the early 2000s, late 90s when they were in the anime and they was getting made fun of. I know how those dudes felt because I know for a fact that, you know, being in the anime was not the thing. And those kids were were not necessarily tortured, but they were picked on for their for their love for another culture's art. Now mm -hmm. it's the thing. And now when you see these, I don't know if you've seen any um any recent, you know, you, you know, I would, I would I'd actually call them European animes almost as 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 ridiculous as that sound, basic based on the fact that you know anime is created by Asians. But anyway, but you got your you got your you got your um What's that? You had a uh, He-Man that just came out that has that has uh, anime type animation. You got Castlevania, which I like. That's that's anime. It's a lot. Of, yeah, it's a lot of anime that's that's coming out now. That's 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 gaining its following. You got like Baki. Um, you got One Punch Man that they that they've changed a little bit. It's and a lot of this stuff is being like rewritten and retwisted to cater to what I would say a slower audience, an audience that needs to be to be fed bullshit, to be fed propaganda through their art. Art is always going to consist of some form, some form of propaganda, but now, to me, it's almost like they're participating in this both-siderism, and they're like, hey, we don't need you to get both sides. We just need you to get one side. We need you to <laughs> we need you to feel this way. Yeah. And that's, that's what's going on now. It's I see it too much, so it's annoying. Is that my brainwash? It might be, you know, but it's annoying, and I just, I'm not interested. 
Say, my guy, if you can see the play, then you can see the play. That's I'm not going to lie. That's kind of one of the things that I liked about the harder they fall. I was expecting to get some of that, you know, that race baiting bullshit. But for the most part, (laughs) the only thing they did was, you know, put an unnecessary LGBT character in there. But, you know, she held her own. She wasn't annoying. Yeah, she wasn't. Was she, she wasn't throwing it in your face like you put the awkward scene in there. But uh, other than that, like, yeah, it was subtle. It, yeah. it, and I and I honestly think you don't need to suppress them, but we not stupid. And that's that's that was that's always been my thing with filmmaking. Don't treat me like I'm stupid. Like you gotta feed me this shit. Like I'm a, like I'm a toddler. Like. I can I can understand what's going on. I know that this, you know, this is a this is a tough girl and she's not feminine and she she's a tomboy. Like that's you know, that's how she wants to be depicted. Her sex her sexuality is irrelevant. How many yeah. sex scenes was in that movie? Just a couple makeout scenes. That, I don't that, remember any sex. That's it. And 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 all honesty, like I said, the movie was 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 some solid art. And I think it was told in a black way. And the reason I say in a black way is basically because of the soundtrack. I think nowadays you just can't make black films without a decent soundtrack or without a soundtrack that catches your attention. Do I think some of the music was a bit much? Yeah. But I think for a black audience, it's it makes it more appealing because I don't think your average black audience gives a shit about Westerns. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think you had to kind of. Meet them, meet them both ways. This is already a gangster film dressed up as a Western film, but at least let me give you some of this, you know, this boom bap. And it, and, it, and it came out to be a good film. I mean, I, I can't I can't knock that. Dune is still my favorite movie of the year right now, but that's that's another story. Still haven't checked that out yet. Hey, man, you slacking, man. I, I ain't gonna get into it. I just, you know, it's a lot of nerds out there that are saying, Oh, you know, it doesn't, you know, the book, the book, shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, you know, I didn't read every single comic book in the world before I started getting into comic book movies. I was aware of them, just like I'm aware of the Doom, the Doom novels. But, you know, it is what it is. I I think the movie was well delivered for somebody just getting into it. That might make them interested in the book. And then they may read the book and be like, oh, well, some stuff was missing, but it's still cool. I think it was it was a great film. I think it looked great. I think it, it it was cool, but uh, enough of that, man. What's going on around the world today, man? Besides the the usual fuckery. Hey, man. Same, what caught man. your attention? What caught your attention? Oh shit. Um, Sneaky links caught my attention. That that annoyed. Okay, this is, and and I know I didn't give you too much detail when I when I went into when I mentioned the sneaky link. So I'm sitting, you know, scrolling social media. I see, you know, this is TikTok video talking about um, I'm supposed to be going out on this date. Uh, honest date is what she called it. I'm going out on this honest date. Dude cash at me X amount of dollars, you know, told me to be ready by eight. I, I went, you know, I was going to the salon and everything. But then my sneaky link hit me up, said his family was out of town and he was trying to see me. And so my sneaky link come first. So I told the honest guy that I wanted to reschedule. And in my, and not even in my mind, I'm sitting there, I was like, one, why is us, why are we justifying being a sneaky link or having a sneaky link? Like, why is, why is it, why isn't this frowned upon anymore? Cause it, 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 and it goes back to a little bit to Jada saying, oh, I was in an entanglement. 
You had an affair. You, you, oh, I got a sneaky link. No, you're fucking with somebody else's man. You're fucking with somebody else's woman. Uh, but you want to, you, if I call it a sneaky link, it's not as bad. No, the shit is just as bad. You're just justifying your bullshit by putting a trendy word on it. And it's like, you really left a date, had a potential date with somebody that you could probably build something with to go be a side chick, to go be a side nigga. Why? <laughs> Why are we doing this? Why are we like this now? <laughs> well, what's well, what's you keep saying uh, the honest dude, the honest guy? That's what she said. I have I have an honest date. So I guess it was like on the up and up. He's single. You're theoretically single. So y'all could be seen in public without any any kind of backlash or whatever. That, okay. That's how I took it. What's it, what's, what would you what would you what's another term that you you would classify that man? What would you what else would you call him? If you was to use another term for this honest man, what would be a simpler term? I mean, I I'd, I'd call him the good guy or the nice Ooh, guy. I, I would I, I I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I we don't know he's honest. He's, 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 <laughs> according to her, he was unattached. Seems good. See, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if honest is being like a personality trait or just saying that he doesn't have a girlfriend that I know of. Okay. So so as far as she knows, he's he's better than this sneaky link. So therefore, you have to say to an extent he's a good guy. He's a solid guy. He's probably a lot more trustworthy. So in this instance, why is he finishing last? Because it sounds like he's finishing last to me. If he's second. To somebody that's not worth anything. This guy has a girlfriend. This guy is living a double life. But yet, this good guy, this honest guy, has to take second to that. Because if, 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 if you're not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. And Sneaky Link gets priority. It, when, it, it, when, when, when the phone rings, you, you, you remember when Karen Stephens, uh superhead, she was, I forget, she might have been married to Eddie Winslow, if I'm not mistaken. She said that anytime that Lil Wayne calls, she's gumming. And her husband just has to be okay with that. Basically, she said, anytime my sneaky link call, whoever I'm with it takes a back sneak. So if my sneaky link can get away from his family for three hours to fuck with me, I'm going. I mean, but you answered your question right there, though. You just, you just, you just, you just pointed out a prominent figure in the culture. And that she she's one of the people that helped push us in this direction because you have to understand that if I'm not mistaken, unlike Brittany Renner's book, that was a bestseller. And you just that was a bestseller, just like Fifty Shades of Grey was a bestseller. And those two things heavily impacted the culture in a major way. Whether you see it as a positive thing or a negative thing, we have to remember that. It's been so many things like this that have helped shape the culture and the culture inevitably shapes people and how they navigate through it. At the end of the day, culture is simply how you play the game. That's what culture is these days. You know, it's how you do your hair. It's how you choose to dress. It's how you talk. It's how you it's how you, you know, text It's That's the culture today. The culture is the culture is low key on some. It's on a whole phase. Whole, the whole phase is glamorized. It's romanticized. So, you know, you have some people that are just out in the open with their whole shit. Then you got some people that are private about it, low key about it. You know, I mean, 
I mean, it is what it is, but that's where we are right now. And I, and I constantly keep saying that it's so many people that are trying to play by the old rules, not realizing that we're beyond that. This is and this is considered progress. We've progressed into this. Unfortunately, this it's similar to being good and bad. Like you may see this as regression, but a lot of people see this as progress because they're they're quote unquote happy. They live in their best life. I mean, I mean, if that if that's what your end game is, is to be somebody's sneaky link, then good lord. I mean <laughs> I wanted to say the bar's on the floor, but apparently we dig the motherfucking hole and put the bar in the ground. <laughs> that hole buried, man. Look, look, that hole buried. That hole rusty. My hole gonna be rusty by the time you get that hole out. That hole. <laughs> look, dog. Look, it's gonna have to be something major happen to make people like to to bring about that great awakening. Something major is gonna have to happen. I just don't see it happening just based on the fact that the propaganda pushing us in this negative direction is so strong. I'm talking about the TV shows, the viral videos, the stuff that the news wants to, you know, wants to put out there. Like none of this stuff is in the favor of somebody that just wants things to feel normal again. And I I mean, I'm talking to a group of people the other day, like people try to act like there is no such thing as normal, which that still bothers me to this day. Cause I'm like, you, you think that you sound smart when you say that there's no such thing as normal, but there is stuff that is normal as far as the consensus goes. You know, it's normal for everybody to have to use the restroom. It, it's it's normal for everybody to have some form of hygiene, no matter what country you're in. It's normal for people. There are a lot of things that are normal. Now, when you start talking about, you know, behaviors of certain societies based on their culture, once again, like hygiene. I mean, yeah, it, you you could. There's gonna be some tug of war there, but there is normal. There are things that are normalized. There are things that everybody can come to a general consensus on and say this is normal behavior. If not, what's the point of therapy? What's the point of a psychiatrist? What's the point of what's the point of the abnormalities that people look for when they're trying to, you know, seek out something that should not be happening? Like <laughs> there is a normal. There's there's a baseline. Exactly. There, there, there is a center somewhere. Somewhere. And, and, and if we're so far gone that we can't see what normal is, that's a problem. But I definitely believe that there is normal. You know, talking to my son and was telling him, like, you, you growing up, you always hear people say shit like, you know, ain't no such thing as perfect. Ain't no such thing as perfect. We get that. But in our minds, perfect is subjective. Perfect is something that you may not be able to grasp it, but you can get damn close to it. If a person goes 10 for 10 in a in a in a in a basketball game from the free throw line, you're gonna say, okay, he had a perfect night at the free throw line, 10 for 10. But then somebody could come through and be like, oh, well, they weren't all nothing but net. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, so theoretically he wasn't perfect. So it, it at the end of the day, when you go into the gym and you're practicing and you said in your mind, man, I want to make 100 in a row. I want to make 100 free throws in a row, but then you only make 98. You may not be perfect, but you're striving towards that perfection that you said in your mind. And, and I feel like that's the same thing for the consensus that we come through to, with what's normal in society. We we come to get made as subjective as it may be. We can all still come together and possibly agree on that at least 
this is the base. Like you should, it's, it's fairly normal for somebody to go through, through, you know, get it through high school. Like that's normal behavior out here. People go to school out here. Most people graduate high school. That's normal. It's normal for people out here to speak English or, or in, in Spanish as a second language. That's normal. It's normal for people to walk up the street. <laughs> like, like <laughs> we, we know what normal is, but once again, thinking about how we grew up, specifically, you know, older millennials and Gen Xers. We grew up in a world where people kind of felt like, you know, um, it, it wasn't necessarily, like, it wasn't cool to be weird. Now it's cool as shit to be weird. You got your little Uzis out there. You got your young thugs out there. To me, these guys look fucking weird. They look weird. Like, you know, I grew up, my favorite rap, one of my favorite rappers is Andre 3000. I know that cat was weird. But shit, nowadays... <laughs> Weird is the new normal. There you go. This he's shit. He's more normal than them. Shit. See, see, local walk out here in his his uh, gold Oscar outfit. That ain't gonna nobody gonna turn her on. It's just normal behavior now. That's a problem to me. It's almost like we've just opened the asylum doors and whatever, whatever, whatever goes, goes, man. Like because if it, you're not accepting to everything, you're automatically an enemy. If I don't accept every single thing that you do, then I'm an enemy. If I if I sit here and I say, hey, you know what? I don't date I don't date white girls. That's just not me. Now I'm racist. But actually, I'm black, so I can't be racist. Ha ha, motherfucker. But it's like, but that that's the way it goes. Like if if a white chick says, oh, I don't date black guys, she's racist. Mm-hmm. That's her preference. That's like saying I don't date guys. That's like her saying she don't date guys that's under six feet tall. That's a preference. <laughs> But the new normal is that, hey, I, I want my woman to be born a woman from, you know, uh, identifying as a woman from from her birthday to the rest of her life. Oh, you transphobic. No, I want to reproduce. I need you to be able to reproduce. You would think that that was a simple request when you're dealing with <laughs> human anatomy. But um, I guess not. But um, Wow. Because it's like, it's like, all right, that's what you want. It's not fine. I have to twist and bend my wants to fit you, to make you feel included. Well, why do you want somebody to reproduce when you can just adopt? Because I don't want to adopt. Or you could do surrogacy and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they start, you know, oh, here are all these other options. I don't want to do those options because I want to do something in a traditional standard, a.k.a. normal. Normal. I'm looked at as the bad guy. Yes, very bad because you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to halt progress, but you you just want to stick your your penis in a woman to reproduce. But they want you to, they want you to buy an artificial womb and uh, attach it to a guy that to a guy that that wear dresses. That's what they want, bro. And if you ain't willing to do that, man, you gonna get canceled or, or hung. <laughs> Look, they ain't about canceling Habito. <laughs> you gonna waste your time. You gonna waste your time. Hey, no, nobody care, man. And, and, and that's why I was saying, well, you know, before I'm like, bro, like people looking at this shit like it's just a Dave Chappelle problem. Like, nah, bro, like this ain't just a Dave Chappelle problem. This ain't just a the baby problem. This is a this is a, a problem that it's gonna trickle down to the rest of society. Like, it was a point of time where all that climate talk. That was just shit that celebrities were were talking about at a point of time and like small groups of people. Now that shit's a big deal. Like that shit, that climate talk, that that impacts 
a lot of industries that impacts. I mean, I know that, that I know that impacts my job. Like if you're dealing with chemicals in any way, this climate talk that's gotten super political in the last 30 years, this is impacting your job. This is impacting the way people are able to to buy homes, the way people are able to put fuel in their cars. Like this is what 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 once was a trivial topic gets really real when it can, when it comes to your 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 school, when it comes to your neighborhood, when it's at your community pool. Like I'm still baffled at the whole Loudoun County situation. Like I'm like, bruh. And for, for y'all that's not that aren't aren't familiar with the Loudoun County uh, situation, I mean, basically, and I, I noticed something. I was reading an article about it today in the Blaze, and the crazy thing about that situation is, when that situation first hit the hit the airwaves, they were really, um, they were how do I say it? They specifically stated that this young person was a trans gender individual and they were saying that this trans individual raped a girl because he she entered the restroom with them and blah 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 and then the the school board covered it up but when i was reading an article today in the blaze they basically were saying they were calling they, matter of fact i'm gonna I'm read it man because I, I was i, I want to make sure that i'm not Lying when I say this. Yeah, please, because, please get that exactly accurate. Cause I looked at that and I was like, "You got to be shitting me." Nah, man. They, they, um, let's find this real quick, man. Cause I know for a fact that that mom is, she's, she's definitely out of her mind. I was trying to see what, 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 where you sent me that, and I couldn't find it. Oh, I sent it to you on a. I, I screen capped it to you and just sent it. Oh, you okay. That's why, because I was looking at the links. Now, now what, 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 uh, yeah, that's, that's what I should have just did. Okay, so it says Mother of Loudoun County bathroom rapist blames victim. You're 15. You can reasonably defend yourself. The mother of the skirt wearing boy. The mother of the skirt wearing boy. See, now they've placed a gender on it due to the fact that it has hit the mainstream media. And they want you to know that this is a male. This male is a predator and he raped a girl in the in the in the in the women's restroom. But originally, when this story was first, you know, first leaked and they realized that Loudoun County was trying to cover this up, it was factual that this individual was a was a trans girl that's definitely what they were labeling them but now they want to remove that label to confuse you as the audience and have you thinking well this was just some strange little boy that raped a girl in the restroom at his school when in actuality this is without a doubt someone that identifies as trans which was gonna say I, I was thinking back, um, and I, I, I think it was Kid Rock, if I'm not mistaken. Kid Rock was a, a rock star until he got in trouble. Then he became a rapper. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like you, 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 you're moving, you're moving the goalposts, and and it's like, oh yeah, this is a, you know, a, a trans, a trans woman, a trans woman. 
oh, you convicted. That was a skirt wearing boy. That, that, um, a man is gone a man. Uh, according to them anyway. Yeah. According to them anyway, that's yeah, a man is a man is gonna most men are going to rape. And and like I've told you before, there are cases where there are trans women being put in jails, in prisons around the country, and they're in there with biological females, biological women, and these biological women are ending up pregnant. And they're like, and they're, it's proven that they're being they're they're in sexual relationships with these trans women. And it's like, well, what do you expect when 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 key meets the door? <laughs> key meets lock. <laughs> key meets lock. Like it's like that's that's what happens. You, you've you've separated all these women from penis. You've sep- and you put this penis around all these women, and even even working in an all-male prison. <laughs> what happened with Key meets back door? Like hey. Hey, you pretty much put that trans woman in a buffet. Honestly, and 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 probably a lot of that buffet was willing and eager. Honestly, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I always got to say this. This is not to bash these people at all. It's just that no matter how how progressive you think you are, how how in the left direction you're trying to move. Nature is going to nature. And these cases kind of prove it. Like the things that y'all are trying to quote unquote normalize without actually calling it normal, which is fucking stupid. Um they, they it's a slippery slope. My favorite my, my, my favorite saying. It's <laughs> it's a slippery it's slope. a slippery slope, man. I mean, I, I was telling people last year when when I even heard about vaccine passports i'm like bro like y'all are gonna allow them to bring in a medical segregation and here we are november 2021 in a couple of months it's gonna be people losing their jobs based on the fact that they don't they don't identify as a as a certain vaccination status that's what i mean aaron Rodgers is 100 percent right i mean he's like and and i'm st- like once again i i I'm not 100% in agreement with Aaron Rodgers if he lied. And mm-hmm. I, I got people need to understand it, but I'm 100 I am so confused on why the media says he said he was unvaccinated. He the media says that he said he was vaccinated. They but did not he say was, that. He was they, going through protocols of an unvaccinated player. He has to wear a mask. Go ahead. They they asked was he vaccinated? He said he's immunized. Meaning and they took, that and they took that in I believe that means he's had COVID before. Quite possibly that he's had COVID before, or I know he he referenced um some something that Joe Rogan had said. So I don't know if he was taking what 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 they're calling um what the horse medicine or or whatever the, the ivermectin. Yeah, the ivermectin. Uh, and which again, I hate that. Is oh, this is horse medicine. You know that they give animals Benadryl too, so if you take Benadryl, oh, you taking that dog medicine. But I, but I've also showed you the 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 proof that 
this comes in for human for in human form like this in, in, is in human in human dosages yeah yeah and, and I mean like the, you, the you guy came you on say, you know there's rat poison in in tobacco if you look up some of the ingredients in rat poison it's probably some shit that you you probably ingest on a regular basis just not the poison part like human flesh like they like the FDA said like they approve up to like four percent of human flesh I'm like what the fuck funny thing I seen this cooking show. And it was it was this woman. He's like, all right, you got to guess what was in the dish. Is it is it fish liver? Is it human flesh or is it something else? And they was like, well, you know, of course it's not human flesh. It's this and this and this. And they was like, he's like, no, it, it, it's human flesh, bruh. Those judges started hurling. Damn, ignorance is bliss. He fed them human flesh in some sausage, and they started hurling. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. But I'm pretty sure human flesh tastes like pork. Just based on the fact a lot of humans eat garbage. Just saying. It's, right. <laughs> just saying. Because, right. uh, yeah, that's, that, that's neither here nor there. But, uh, yeah, you, you, the, the, a human cannot survive off human flesh, though. Like, if they eat too much of it, you will, that will, you know, that will cause problems for the, uh, for their, um, internals that's a that's a bad thing I've, I've read things about that that's why jamestown didn't last long don't get me started anyways Goddamn cannibalism <laughs> yeah yeah man but yeah man if the if the if, 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 my, if your employer is only going to ask you and not require proof and you already hesitant about it <sighs> I don't know if I'm gonna lie, but I, like I said, if he says I'm if, 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 uh, immunized. Now, that, I see that in the reports, but it's still weird to me because people are saying that he lied about being vaccinated. That really bothers me. But to get to my point, like, bro, everything that he's saying is valid. Like, he's basically saying, like, y'all got me doing all this ridiculous shit, and at the end of the day. Once I once I quote unquote recover and test negative again, I'm about to be back on the field and back to business. What are we here for? Devo, you know, Devontae Adams was was vaccinated. If I'm not mistaken, he got COVID. He's gonna be back on the field. Like, uh, you know, you know, Lazard, he's not vaccinated, but they're not making a big deal about Lazard because he's not a he's not this high profile player. So once again, the media with their propaganda bullshit, just trying to you know, just trying to stay in the man's legacy, just. Because at the end of the day, he no longer wants to be a shield for the NFL. He doesn't want to be a shield for the for this corporate mafia that pretty much has been bought out by Big Pharma. Because the fact that nobody, everybody, man, I see so many anti-capitalists that are mad that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are billionaires or whatever. But I'm like, at least Jeff Bezos is in a situation where he could be like, well, you can see, like, yeah, I, I can't, I I have never listen in the past <laughs> two years. In the past two years, two words that I probably hear every day or see every day is COVID nineteen and Amazon. <laughs> and in the past two years, I don't know the last time I haven't seen an Amazon vehicle on the road. I see Amazon vehicles on the road just as much as I see Uber and Lyft placards. So all I'm saying is. His billions are legitimized by the fact that Americans are willingly, without force, utilizing Amazon as a service. Pfizer. What you want him to do? (laughs) (laughs) 
what do you want me to do? You want me to stop making money? I can't just turn the faucet off. Y'all are dependent on me at this point. What do you want? I swear to God, I went to the store. I needed some light bulbs. I forgot to get them. I'm just going to order them off Amazon. Because <laughs> I'm not going back to the store. Hey, and, and, and you know what I you know what I say about convenience. We we are in a state, millennials especially and Gen Zers, like we love convenience. And for the most part, Amazon, Uber, Uber Eats, Lyft, all that shit, that's a convenience for us. Nigga, I don't want to drive. I don't want to drive drunk. I don't want to Henry rug somebody. Too soon. Too soon. Hey, that that cars meme. Oh, way too soon. Dog. They deleted it, right? Yes, thank God. <laughs> but <laughs> once you put it out there, even if yeah. you mute it. Even if you mute it. God. That was Barstool, huh? That was Barstool. Ooh. Just when you're becoming reputable. God. But it's like, bruh, at the end of the day, like, the homie was wilding. 156? Hey man, uh, they doing one fifty six on the autobahn. I'm <laughs> um, I'm definitely gonna mute this out. But <laughs> and it's crazy that that like I, like that's one of those things that I understand that you mute out because you don't want to incriminate yourself. That that's you know that's obvious. But it is hilarious to me how people have that do shit on camera to incriminate themselves. I think that is the weirdest thing that's going on. I'm going to record this shit and post it to the internet. I'm like, bro, you do realize that this is illegal, right? Like, shit, it's finna get me likes. Like, all right, bro. All right, dog. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, man, RIP to that young lady and her dog, man. That's sad. I don't... You know, I don't even want to get into that situation. But like I said, at the end of the day, man, it, it is crazy when a situation happens like that, when you have the convenience of and you have the money even to have a driver or to have a, you know, a, a lift. Shit, you can get your executive style lift or executive, you know, executive style Uber come pick you up if you feel like you're too good for, a, you know, for a, a, a Uber or whatever. But um. I mean, shit, and even Tesla, like I said, like, you can't really be mad. Like, you can be mad all you want. Just like, in order to offend, you have to understand that the right to offend means that you have the right to be offended. You know, yeah. so, you know, you know, it is what it is. But I don't, I don't be out here counting people paper, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna be the guy that says it's wild to me how nobody's really blinking an eye at the fact that this big farmer pretty much has made $88 billion in the last year. And ain't nobody tripping because they feel like, well, it's for public health. But I'm just like, bro, what if what if I had to willingly go out and buy this vaccine or do this on my own? Like, I feel like it'll be a different story because come on, man, like. 88 billion dog and when was the last time you turned on the radio or you turned on TV and you didn't see some type of vaccine ad I'm still trying to figure out where they're getting all this money from because I don't know anybody that has willingly went out and paid for the vaccine the vaccine was already paid for and like subsidies and shit so I'm just like this 88 billion bro like who's paying for this you know who's paying for it and then they say we got a pill too so if you scared to take the jab we got a pill a pill that's less effective than the virus itself. 
Look, man. Hey, man. Look, I, I got to do this, man, because it, it, it's been bothering me. Because, like, are you are you fin? Is, is this the math ain't mathing segment? The, the, the math ain't mathing at all, dog. I just I be so confused on people's logic, and all I'm saying is I'm gonna go to everybody's favorite website, Wikipedia. The wiki. You know, you know, I love Wikipedia so much that whenever they ask for a little donation, I shoot them a couple dollars. You do? Yeah, I shoot them a couple dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. You yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Dedicated. Look, man, a vaccine. Okay. Definition time. It is a substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies. And provide immunity. I feel like that's a key word. You kind of emphasize the <laughs> Provide immunity against one or several diseases. Prepare from the causative agent of a disease. Okay. Okay. It's product or synthetic mm-hmm. substitute treated to act as an antigen without inducing the disease. Okay. So it's benign. Like, look, look, I already said causation, and that's just that <laughs> word. That word too big for some of the people listening. Can't be out here talking about some benign. No, man. Look, Respect. Let me Respect simplify it. Let me, let me simplify this for you. All right. A substance used to basically strengthen your immune system. The antibodies is what strengthens your immune system. The overall vaccine, it's a replication of the virus itself. Once the replication, listen, replication, and if you don't know what replication is, look, I can't help you. Besides this <laughs> replica, it's it's literally, in a sense, mirrors as close as possible the virus that would go into your body. That's why it says, without inducing the disease, because this is a way to hey we don't want you to actually get the disease we want you we want to give you this fake version of it that is supposed to be less potent to you versus the disease but listen the pill and the vaccine have a less than a 95% efficacy rate meaning that it's a 5% just to simplify it, it's a 5% chance that you get this virus it could be lethal to you, so to speak. So, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm stopping right there. Because in the definition that you read to me, it says immune. Mm-hmm. So, and it's at 95%. So there's a 5% chance. Uh, am I thinking lethal or 5% chance that I get it? Because immune should mean that I don't get it. Now, now, you st- now, now, people, people may not understand what you, what you're saying by that. So I feel like I gotta go into to another one. See now, immune, okay. immune. Yeah. Give, give me that definition too. Re- immune is resistant to a particular infection or toxin, owing to the presence of specific antibodies or sensitized white blood cells. Once again, might sound complicated, so let me simplify it. It protects or exempts, especially from an obligation or the effects of something. It protects. Okay. It protects. Okay. So therefore, if I got a shield, let's just say I'm Captain America, I got my shield, 
And then Thor coming at me with me in there. And he he finna come down to, you know, it's a good chance that as long as I put that shield up on time, I'm probably only gonna feel the vibrations of the hammer. And it's not gonna hurt me. Okay. Does that make sense? I'm protected. So you're what what you're saying is if I am in the United States of America mm-hmm. and I have diplomatic immunity. Yes, yes, yes. And I get pulled over for speeding. Mm-hmm. I will not get a ticket because of my immunity to the law. 100% change. 100% change. 100%. Not not ninety five or or eighty nine point nine a hundred percent, hundred percent. Because because okay, because you're protected. I, I'm protected. You're protected I, from from speeding tickets and hammers. So I okay. <laughs> but so, but so if I carry the two and divide by pi. Listen. And if a train is going from Georgia to California at seventy five miles an hour, that's too slow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a long trip. It's that's a long, a long trip. trip. I'm gonna need you hitting 130. That's a long trip. <laughs> look, look, look. If we just want to act like we don't know what vaccine means or immunization, then that's fine. But I didn't even look up these definitions before we came on the show. I just know that at the end of the day, that's what they are. That's what we like. People ain't walking around with polio today. People not no. walking around with the shingles. People are not walking around with, with chicken pox no. because once again, like we've said on the show many times, those vaccinations are proven. They work. Yeah. Years and years of distribution and studying of it, they work. I want to say one of the probably one of the weakest vaccines out there is still malaria, just based on the fact that I believe malaria is a complicated disease. But that's that only affects, you know, certain parts of Africa, you know, in, in, in reality and you know, we know Bill Gates love being over there testing on them Negroes, but that's another, that's another story. But people that get mad at me just based on the fact that I'm just looking at you like, bro, like, like, like Aaron Rodgers said, like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm uh, I have an uh, immunity to this virus, and I, I want to believe he must have had it. But either way, he's not gonna die. Let's let's focus on that because y'all are saying and y'all are. Y'all have created this hysteria around COVID that if you get it, you're going to die. If you get it, it's a death sentence for people around you. When in reality, it's been proven time and time again, the people that are hurt the most by it are obese or people over 65. People over 65 have what? Weaker immune immune systems. Yeah. You're talking about an NFL athlete that's been that's been doing this for 10, 15 years on a professional level. And then before that, he was doing it. So I, I'm just going to on assume, an amateur level. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just going to this for his at 36 years of age. He's probably been doing this for 30 plus years. Come on, man. Out there, Pop Warner. Come on, man. Like you, you, think, you think you think he was slinging that thing in Pop Warner? You, cause you know, they can't catch much. You think he's out there slinging that thing? He was probably throwing 30, 40 yards already. <laughs> and it was There's only one kid on the team that could catch. Yeah, one. And my, my, uh, I was talking to somebody else trying to get me to watch that Colin Kaepernick uh, black and white thing. Uh, you know, I, once again, I, 
I, I like to segue into this and just say, hey, man, when y'all tell me to watch something, look, I would I would love to watch everything you guys ever tell me to watch. If you ever tell me to watch something, I tell you, I put in my queue. I genuinely do. I genuinely will check something out just based on the fact that, you know, I don't mind getting entertained by the things that y'all tell me to watch. Depending on how interested it is, it might go up faster on the queue, like something like Squid Games or The Harder They Fall. They looked interesting to me, and I'm like, you know what? I like Regina King. I like Idris. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, I like Lakeith Stanfield. I still don't think he's a better actor than Paperboy. But anyways, I like him. You know what I'm saying? And when it's all said and done, I can't watch them all. Like, y'all got to bear with me. What How much time in the day do y'all think I have? Go ahead. Here, here are my comments. No, I have not watched it. I've watched maybe three minutes of it. I went to check the mail, passed by my neighbor's house. She was watching it. She was telling me how good it was. I watched like three minutes of it. Two things. It's Colin Kaepernick and it's Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay tells an amazing story. And to tell an amazing story, sometimes you have to embellish. And so I'm sitting there, and I don't care if y'all don't watch it or not, I'm going to tell you about this scene. He takes a black girl to prom. His parents are looking at the prom picture like, oh, this is just something that he'll get out of his system one day. Cool, whatever. He's at the bus going to practice or going to a game or something. And one of his teammates yells out the window. He says, what do they say, Colin? The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Let me to, to, to pause right there. I said, Let me look up. How old is Colin Kaepernick? Colin, <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you did. It. I knew you did. Colin Kaepernick's 34 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm 33 years old. So he graduated probably 03, 04? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 05 at the latest. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this. I'm from deep East Texas. Tell them where you're from, Jay. Predominantly white. Uh-huh. I've been I've I've been in predominantly white places with black women. I've been in predominantly black places with white women. And mm -hmm. under no circumstances have I ever <laughs> my bad, my bad ever <laughs> experienced something like that. <laughs> but now that I mentioned it, I was in New York one time and I was with one of my friends. She was Cuban and we were in Times Square and a guy randomly yelled out uh, that I had jungle fever. <laughs> look, look, man. Look, 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 look. But this, this is, that's another story. I'm no storyteller. <laughs> Anyways, Colin Kaepernick, if I'm correct, grew up in California. Am I am I correct about that? I mean, I, I, I thought I just know he went to school in Arizona, man. That's as far back on him as I went. Even in Arizona. Oh. I'm not Hey, <laughs> well, that dog don't hunt. Hey, man, that dang. That dog look, don't hunt. Look, bro. I'm not gonna deny or confirm. That man's experience. That's what he said. I'm going to take his word for it. All I'm saying is that seems far-fetched to me based on the fact that 
We in the South, bruh. <laughs> we in the South. Racism just left the South in the 80s, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Places like California and New York supposedly have been fairly accepting of, you know, all races for years. Like, they look at the South like we behind the times. But two black men right here can tell you right now, I ain't never dealt with that type of racism before. That shit dealt, seems, now see, I've dealt with racism. Now that that level, like that corny shit that you just said, like that, that corny shit. Like, when and once again, when people talk about racism, and I know there's people listening that's gonna say that they dealt with racism. We get that, but I'm almost willing to bet that the type of racism that we've dealt with in the past since the Obama era, since the mid-2000s, so to speak, the type of racism we dealt with then compared to civil rights era racism, it still don't compare. And, like, the level of it is so, it, it could be so trivial. It's so trivial, in my opinion, that racism doesn't traumatize people like it traumatized them in the 50s, 60s, 40s, and 30s. Like, that type of racism is scarring. I'm even, once again, thinking about the movie The Harder They Fall. Just imagine walking into a bank and just having this white woman just laugh at you. Like, nigga. I know good and goddamn well you ain't got no account here. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just the looks of just having different skin. Like, knowing you don't, you don't belong and they don't want you here. And it's visible. You can't argue it. Like it was it was aggressive racism without a doubt. Now you got the type of racism that you got to comb for. You got to look for it. I'm just saying you could talk about microaggressions and all that stuff you want. But once again, I'm not denying it. I ain't saying that you guys didn't experience it. But the level at which you experienced it is not as traumatic as people try to make it out to be just based on the fact that I see plenty of y'all still in white spaces today. I think it's plenty of black people that just don't even want to be around white people because they so tra they so traumatized by the experiences that like, come on, like y'all be willingly going to white spaces. And I've, I've experienced so subtle racism that I'd have to sit back and reflect and be like, you know what? That, that, that was racist. I, I couldn't tell in the moment. But, yeah. but it was so subtle. But now that I sit back and think about it, that shit was racist. That, hey, it, it, that, that, and like I said, that's how subtle it really has been since the 90s, bro. Like the, 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 the extreme shit that happened, a lot of times those are the exceptions. That shit be, look, man, look. Hey, man, say, man. <laughs> Y'all experiences, y'all experiences. If if y'all dealt with racism like that, like Colin Kaepernick said he did, all I'm saying is he was raised by two white parents that took him out of an orphanage, so to speak, I believe. And I'm not saying that he need to worship the ground they walk on, but me, as a black man, as a man, I, I got a code. Like, and I was talking to somebody about codes the other day. I, I know that a lot of people today don't navigate on an honor system, they don't live by a code, but like me, I got principles, bro. And like people that do right by me, I don't care what skin color you are. I don't care what your belief systems is. If you do right by me and you took me out the mud, 
it's really gonna be hard for me to like really disrespect you or go against you. If anything, I'm gonna pull you to the side if we have disagreements and I don't agree on something. But if you pull me out the mud and you did great for me, like I couldn't do, I couldn't sell out my people like that. And I feel like Colin Kaepernick is low key on some like. Go ahead, Jay. No, no, fin finish your thought because I'm. No, I'm I just, I just feel like this kind of foul. Because I, I did one of the main questions that I did ask somebody that told me to watch it. I said, "Were his parents on there?" He, they said, "No." That bothered me. That that bothered me a lot. I'm like, bro, if, if I watch that shit, and his parents was on there. I'm a, I'm a further dislike this man more than I already do because I don't like Colin Kaepernick, based on the fact that I perceive him as somebody that is using this race issue as a, it's just it's just he's basically like a he's a, he's a, he's a snake oil salesman. He's like a pastor. You know what I'm saying? He's, you know, he's he's what people say Joel Osteen is. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and once again, like that bothers me because you're using a hot button issue to generate revenue, and that, that bothers me at times. Like that that's not cool. Like you got and then and then I, I did I did ask him also how much how much of the kneeling did he talk about? It's like, nah, he ain't talk about the kneeling. I was like, oh, that's because the NFL paid his ass off. He, yeah, he did these, a check. He did get these, a slave, these slave owners, these oppressors that you that you that you that you hate so much. Yeah, you took that check at a second, huh? Yeah, took that check with the quickness. Like I said, man, it was. No, and, and 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 did you need that? Because Nike held you down. Look, I man. mean, but again, that's not my business. I don't keep up with Colin Kaepernick to know what he did with the money, whatever, what have you. He might have sent sent all that to to you know boys and girls clubs around the country. You know, Probably did. I hope I he hope might he have. Did. I don't know. But the thing that got me about it was. They basically adopted this. This white couple basically adopted him from almost birth. Basically, the dick looked mixed already. But anyways, the thing that in the three minutes of the show that I seen, he was already in high school because he had went to prom. They were treating these people like they were still so oblivious. You had you, born in born in Wisconsin, moved to California when you were at the age of four. You're still treating these people like they're so oblivious. Who are people? His his parents, his adoptive parents, like they don't understand anything. I find that hard to believe, man. I find that hard to believe that you're that oblivious. Even and and again, we're talking about a movie, and 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 I'm going to talk about another show that's that's fictional. Even in um um This Is Us, when when the 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 white family had the black son, it didn't take her long to start embracing black culture, understanding, oh, I can't do his hair like I do my other son's hair. Mm -hmm. I need to talk to this lady at the pool because she's black and she's going to put me on game on how to handle his hair and know that, you know, when it gets wet, you need to comb it. You just can't let it air dry, whatever. It doesn't, it shouldn't take that long. And that's why I look at his age too, because at our age, you may not know firsthand if you don't live with somebody that's mixed or somebody that's black. Like, like even when the whole George Floyd thing happened, I, you know, my white friends, they, you know, had, had these feelings about this thing and, and, and everything like that, because you don't have to be with a black person every single day. You had a mixed kid in your house every single day. How are you oblivious? You if willingly I, adopted this mixed child. You knew you willingly was. adopted this, this child. If if I if I'm dating a white woman and she has a white child, I have to know things about their culture. I have to know things about this child. 
I mean, in 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 nowadays, do you really have to research that much? I mean, shit, we we mingle with Mexicans, whites, Asians. We know a little bit about everything. You know, a little like bit about everything. Twenty twenty one, and again, and that was the prime reason I looked up his age. Because like the this 70s, makes no man. sense. Because if I'm looking at him in prom, this is two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, you're man. not that oblivious. Not like I said, I I need to know unless he grew up in a little hick town. In California, I still it still would be hard for me to believe because it's California too. If he really was raised in California, I mean, I I deal with people in Arizona. And I kind of know I kind of know their ideologies, and Arizona is fairly welcoming for the most part. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. It's just he I, I question a lot of his motives, dog. But at the end of the day, to be fair, I don't know that man personally. I don't want to sit here and feel like I'm attacking this man. But a lot of shit about him I don't like, man. I just feel like, uh, I don't know, man. He just he 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 was a hot button topic. I feel like this is a, you know this is more of a money grab because at the end of the day, man, these these dudes need to do what it takes to stay relevant. When you become a celebrity, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say this slow for y'all, like the vaccine thing. When you become a celebrity and you live the celebrity lifestyle, I'm pretty sure it's very hard to go back. To just being a normal Joe, you a lot of people can't do what Philip Rivers did. He can't just be a quarterback for the NFL one year and then you just a high school football coach the next year. Everybody ain't built like that. Uh, I keep forgetting how Jay Z said it, but once you taste filet mignon, it's really hard to go back to hamburger helper. You know what I'm saying? It's just I get it, I get it. So when when it in, in the in the fight to remain relevant or to gain relevancy, you're going to do what it takes, man. I, do I respect that? Not necessarily, but I get it. I get it. Michael Sam. <sighs> Look at him now. Wherever he is. He in, he in Canada. He in Canada, right? Like I keep up with, with, with defensive ends that shouldn't have been in the league to start out with. <laughs> he, he ain't hey. Michael Parsons. Hey. He ain't Trayvon. <laughs> hey man, shout shout out to Lost and Found Charlotte. Just on GP. Hey man, Charlotte. They love they love some cowboys, man. Hey. They love some cowboys, man. Game, I guess game. I guess it, it, I guess it, I mean, at the end of the day, it feels good to be winning. And then and then um, it is crazy, man. We've been on the show this long. We I didn't talk about my visit to Charlotte, to the Queen City. Everybody asked me how it was, man. I pretty much simplified it. It was like, man, it was cool. It was solid. I didn't go out there with the mindset. See, a lot of people um, that are so used to, like, vacation in the places like Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, they go to places and they automatically think, like, the culture is going to be somewhat similar to where, like, it's a nonstop party. Charlotte's not like that. Charlotte is I, not a destination city. It's not. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like Charlotte, it felt for the most part, like after if you stay there long enough, it gets predictable. And it and, and I feel like it's a simple it's a major city, but it's a simple city. It's not as fast as a Houston or or even a Dallas. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Charlotte's probably gonna be more like a Little Rock. It's probably gonna be more like um uh you know a Chattanooga, Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? One of those it it's it's a it's a major city, but the culture isn't anything like pretty much these party cities. So, like and I you said, can, you can tell that because I knew where to go. Yeah, I mean, this, like you this, said, this is the area. This, yeah, this is it. 
it was either a South End or bus, like you said. And, um, you know, I understand that there it's a large black community out there. But from the from the moment, you know, we tried to, like, engage, you know, with, you know, black spots. I mean, they were fairly segregated. They were away from the scene. And when you're trying to enjoy something, you kind of once again, I knew I wasn't in a city like even Austin, you know, where I'm going to go to a sixth street. But, you know, if I'm just trying to kind of bar hop. And, you know, get some food. I would like to be where the scene is. And I mean, I feel like every major city has a scene. So it kind of sucked that all the black spots were away from the scene, you know, so that that was very eye opening. Um, but, you know, like I said, man, it's it's a it's a major city. It's a it's a it's a little slower, quote unquote, which I really don't know what I mean when I say that, to be honest. But it, it's not it's not a party every four hours. Houston is a bang, bang city. Man, it's something to do every single day, and it's yeah. it's it's large, and you you cannot do everything you want to do in Houston in three days. You probably have to be you you got to be out here for for a long time. I mean, you could pretty much say I've been out here for a lifetime, and there's still places I ain't been yet in in Houston, you know. But I I feel like Charlotte is a city where if you stay there for a couple of years, you could pretty much do everything there is to do. I, mm-hmm. I truly feel that way. But it's a beautiful city, you know. It, you know. It, 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 it looks good. I can tell it's growing. Um, and yeah, man, uh, I, I, I didn't I wouldn't say that there was a, a necessarily a, a unique food, but the food was good. I don't think I ate anything that was bad, you know. So, yeah, man, you know, Charlotte's cool, man. I, I, I feel I like I couldn't get you to eat Bojangles. I still to this day ain't ate Bojangles, man. Maybe maybe if I come back, I might try it, man. But I'm, I'm, you telling I'm, me I'm, I'm intentionally take you to bad places. The next time, yeah, and I'm just gonna get you food. I'm not even gonna eat. <laughs> I'm just gonna take you to bad places and watch. That's crazy, dog. I mean, I don't know what happened to my sleep cycle when I got back, man. But last night was the first time I was able to get some sleep. Ever since I got back, man, my sleep cycle been trash. But it was like it's only an hour. You know what I'm saying? I understand if it was like two hours if I was like on some California time. But I was like, man, I ain't never, I ain't never had issues coming back from just being behind one hour. I mean, I mean, typically I I don't have it, but I don't sleep anyway. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we finna meet this whole whole ass daylight saving daylight saving time. One of the one of the, one of the reasons why Arizona pretty cool, but they don't have that shit. <laughs> nah, we all good. Y'all got yeah, it. We on this time all year. We ain't got time for that stupid shit. <laughs> y'all got it. But man, last thing I'm gonna say, man, this is I was talking about loyalty, man, and we've been on this whole for a minute. You know, Big Sean and them is a hot button topic, and that was one of the reasons why I brought up loyalty. But at the same time, you know, I, I ain't gonna take sides in, in in any of this because, like I've been saying for some years now, I can separate the artist. I still enjoy Big Sean's music. I still enjoy, um, you know, uh, Kanye's music from time to time. I enjoy Janae's music, you know, and and I, and I bring up Janae to say like. You know, I always looked at Big Sean and Janae side eye just based on the fact that, you know, she was engaged to Dr. Genius, if I'm not, I think that was his name. And, I think you so. know, yeah, and uh, Big Sean basically, you know, snaked, he snaked, you know, he snaked her, you know, and that's why Kid Cudi and, and Big Sean fell off. And so when I talk about principles and just being a man that's, you know, you know, somebody just being trustworthy, like I can already look at Big Sean and just be like, well, you've done some questionable things. Once again, I ain't talking about the music. I'm talking about the man. And for the most part, I've seen Kanye 
I've, and I, I've read things where Kanye and I've read things where Big Sean has done some questionable things. So this whole little this whole little beat that they're having to me, you know, obviously there's probably some other rollout about to happen. But I feel like this is something the black community doesn't need when you have two prominent names like this beefing over what seems to be money. Big Sean is saying that when Kanye saw him, it was nothing to be said. Kanye had nothing to say with none of that. But I'm like, you sitting here talking about he owe you six million. Why you ain't say something? Nigga owe me six million. We got something to say. Every, every time I see him. Every time I see him. Cause I know Dan Dash when he seen Jay-Z back in the day, he had something to say. Beanie Siegel definitely did. On site. Come on now. Like, so you know, I, I don't like the passive the passive aggressiveness between two successful businessmen, especially black men. It's 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 upsetting to see. And um nigga ain't even gotta watch drink champs because you just go on Instagram, they pretty much put the whole fucking interview out there. You just, you know, but I but I tell you one thing, Drink Champs is a podcast I would never listen to. It's too loud. <laughs> it is too loud and obnoxious, bro. Too loud and obnoxious, man. But you know. Shout out to Nori. He's been doing his thing for a while. He's one of the he's one of the OGs of the of the podcast um takeoff that pretty much happened like in 14, 15, if I'm not mistaken. So I respect them for that. But other than that, I I can't listen to Drink Champs, dog. I just I just can't. But that's that's my opinion on that. I don't know if you have an opinion on that. I mean, I mean, my you know, I'm a big huge Big Sean fan. I I have him and Kanye both in in my top five. So like when I heard that and he's like, you know. He's like, you know, Big Sean and John Legend both kind of looked at me sideways when I was on on my MAGA, my presidential shit. It's like it's kind of like I get where Kanye's coming from, but I also look at it as like just because you're my boy doesn't mean I'm gonna always support your fuckery. Of course not. You 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 got out there on the island and you you've been on this island for a while because you know this is another one of those eras of Kanye. And I think we even talked about it on, on the on the podcast, Kanye comes in eras. You have the college era. You have the heartbreak era. You have these different eras of Kanye. And this is another era of Kanye. And I'm not rocking with this one. And that's fine. Like, you know, yeah, you need to support your boy in public. But at the same time, do I compromise my morals for yours? No. And Sean even said, you know, I didn't support anybody publicly. And, you know, because I don't do the politics. So, therefore, I didn't I didn't get out there with you. You know, John Lennon got out Big there. Sean said that? Big Sean said that. Oh, he full. He full of shit. He full of Big shit. Sean, Big Sean, yeah, he full of shit. He definitely. He definitely. Um. He definitely spoke out against. He. He is. in plenty of raps. And and I follow Big Sean on, on um whatchamacallit for a while. He he definitely was anti Trump. One hundred percent anti Trump. I, I remember that vividly. I can't believe he said that. And and he, and and I, and I believe that because a lot of rappers, you go back and you look at these lyrics, they got some Trump pro Trump lyrics. Yeah, yeah, but but I want to say like like I want for sure last year, man, Big Sean was a part of something that was that was democratic, man. I promise he was. I can't believe he said that. You sure he said that? I'd, I'd have to find it, but I, I'm pretty sure that he did say that. And you know, I'm, nah, I'm, Big, I'm, Big I'm Sean was definitely a. Big Sean was definitely on some on some democrat ish for sure. You know that you know which was fine, but that that's and and that's kind of how I knew. That there was a scuffle between them because when that stuff was happening, Big Sean was like basically like throwing a lot of shade, like he ain't fucking with no Trump shit, which is fine. Jay Z does the same shit. Like Jay Z yeah. did it on, if I'm not mistaken, he said it on the Donda album. He, you know, talk about the red cap. But 
But to say, but to say he didn't he didn't take any sides, that that's a lie. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't readily find that that where it said. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. I, I, it, what it would be, I can't I can't imagine what it's like. That's why I got major respect for Jordan, bro. Will Smith taking a picture with Oprah. You need some help, boy, because Jada <laughs> on your motherfucking ass. Look, dog. But yeah, I I, I can't find it right now. I might have made that up. Who knows? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope so, man. Because that's that's. And you gotta understand something, Kanye the type of nigga. He gonna have receipts too. So oh, niggas yeah. better, just, niggas just, better just like, get careful. Just like Big Soldier, Big Draco, he he got them receipts yeah, too. You gotta be careful, man. So I, I just, you know, you talking. Tupac always says something that's gonna resonate with me forever, man. When you you get ready to go to war, man. You better have your money right. So at the end of the day, man, you going up against a nigga with a network that's out the fucking roof. Like he really, you, everybody talk about you know old Big Show and killing bar for bar, nigga. This shit. This shit gonna go beyond rap, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> this man could destroy you. This nigga has the power to destroy you. And like he got he got motherfuckers everywhere putting out statements and shit. Like when Kanye does shit, motherfucker, the world damn near stop. Like everybody talking about that shit. Like Big Show put out a freestyle, and a lot of people don't, you know, that you know, a lot of people don't talk about that freestyle. You know what I'm and, saying? Big and, and and as sporadic as you think Kanye is, Kanye's very calculated. <sighs> very, bro. Very. The only the only rapper I would think is more calculated than Kanye is is a Drake or Jay Z. I was gonna, Beyonce pretty calculated, but you said rapper, but either way. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, damn, that's crazy, man. It, it, you know, like I said, man, it, it's the the black community more than more than anything, bro. We need organization. We need peace. We need we need structure. We need a value system that we all can we all can we all can agree on, which would make us normal but uh <laughs> if we want to keep doing shit the way we doing shit bro like we we going to we going to bad we going a bad direction dog like i don't i don't have much faith in us that's why i just continue to do my own thing i continue to speak on the shit that i speak on but a part of me a little part of me has some faith but it's scary out here especially when i see like you know like tiktok videos you send me about the shit that dudes peep, even the Kevin Samuel shit. I'll be like, bro, it's it's good to see dudes out here recognizing the bullshit and women too. Because that just means that although we're looking at it like it's a big ass ocean, that little drop can be a big deal in the future. Like yeah. if a if a community as small as the LGBT community can make a make an impact like it's making right now, I feel like the tables can turn. At some point, but you know, until that happens, man, uh, you can only be hopeful. You can only be hopeful. Did you, did you, did you jam, did you jam your girl uh, album today, bro? Excuse me, sir. What? Did you jam your girl's album today? It came out today. She, you, you had two back-to-back albums. You had, you had your girl Meg drop the album last week. My, my girl who? Your girl Megan the Stallion. You know who that is? Oh, she's okay. The, she's from the city that you were that you that you represent. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, so I, I take it you didn't listen to it. I mean, I, the funny thing about that is I don't think anybody listened to it because I look. I woke up today, all I saw was Summer Walker po- repost. Yeah, I didn't see one Meg Thee Stallion repost last week. I'm just, just, just saying. It's just interesting to me how 
she gets the radio plays that she gets and she has the following that she has. I'm like, damn, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, I don't follow everybody in the world, but I just, I did find it interesting that Summer Walker definitely, and once again, your girl Summer Walker, she, what, uh, excuse me, say who? she, yeah, yeah, your girl Summer Walker, she got, uh, she got, she got a lot of, she got a lot of play today, man. I, I may actually check her album out. I, I don't, I, she has a decent voice. I, I've, I've heard some of her lyrics that were like kind of weak. What I, she has a decent voice. I like her voice. But you sometimes they dropped an album. She dropped something. It was called for, for the hotties, for the hot girls, some shit. Man, it's not even on on the suggested new albums on title. Let me let me see, man. Yeah, man, I must be tripping. There must be somebody else. I swear she dropped the album. Something called something like, something for the hotties. Hey, bro. Twenty one tracks came out October 29th. So this was last week. Hey, last thing Willie Fonz really going to do to you is come on here with them lies. Okay. I ain't finna really come on here lying to you. If I see something, if I dreamt it, I'll let you know I dreamt it. But I know I seen what I see on my own eyes. And uh, yep, yeah, it is here. 20, 21 tracks. It's your, or maybe 45 it's your, minutes. It's your free promotion. Cause uh whatever promotion Rock Nation doing for you, it's not working. Hey man, say man. <laughs> your, your boy, your boy Jay Z is failing Meg the Stallion. I, I mean, y'all see what happened when he ran Def Jam and didn't, didn't go great. <laughs> Hey man, he can sell. He can. He can get. He can. He can sell some uh, liquor though. Hey, he can sell some liquor, man. He can sell some liquor and some uh, music subscriptions. But yeah, man, she got an album, bro. Any any of your followers listening? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a lot, that's lot, 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 lot of females on it. Um, they they dropped the anniversary of um based on a true story. So they I, did. I'm, no, no, no. What did, what did the, what did, what did, what what am I? The anniversary of true no yeah the anniversary of two chains true religion not based on true story true religion so you know you know how I feel about the is boy chain ten baby. years or that's ten years ten years ten years I'm about to say don't tell you me know 15. how I feel about the boy chains baby you know I was on the chains titty boy titty boy hey that was a time what a time that was a time. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Hip hop is just—it's just so uninspiring, bro. Now, for me personally, like I listen to shit. You know, don't get me wrong. I, there's some shit out there I like. I listen to, but it's just—it don't have that same impact that it did when, when I was uh in high school and coming out of high school, man. It's just shit ain't the same, man. But that's that's neither here nor there. And, and it's not the same because it's not CDs anymore. I I I attribute all that to streaming because when you had to live with that one CD for all day. That's what you had. That's, That's choice. what you had. Yeah. Better better choose right. Better choose right, boy. Man. But yeah, man, like I said, man, it's uh it's a crazy world we live in. Like old girl said, the girl the, the world has gone mad. But um hey, people just people just gonna sit back and ignore it, I guess, until it really impacts their livelihood, which I know it is, like Inflation is hurting everybody in every way. If you if you actually somebody out there going to pay for your own food and pay for your own meals, you would see times are pretty hard. But if you're somebody that has the luxury of just being a bum, being a leech and a parasite, then of course you won't understand inflation and what's going on with these prices rising and things like that. You know, it, you know, it you're is just what a it kid is. Kid in the candy store. Hey, more power to you. More power to you. But shit, man. 
You already know, man. This is the No Boundaries Podcast. If you didn't know, I am Willie F. The F is usually for Fonz, really. That over there on the A mic is tracksuit Javito himself, the Shamble God. And, um, Shaolin. No Wu Tang, no. <sighs> I still ain't watched that show yet. That hurt its good. Hey. That that, but, that that that's a good twenty. Oh, you haven't started, so yeah, you two seasons back. That's a good twenty episodes gonna get you right. Damn, I heard the BMF is good too. I half-ass watched the first first episode. I ha- I have to go back to that. Okay, okay, but either way, man, y'all already know. If you're listening on SoundCloud, leave us a comment, give us a suggestion. We know you're not gonna do it, but it's still worth to try to to request that you do it. If you're on Apple. Just go to the purple icon. That's a podcast. Hit subscribe. Leave us a rating. We appreciate it. If you're on Spotify, we don't know what you do there, but whatever it is you do, please go and do that. And if you have to have an Android phone and you have to listen in Google Play, you go ahead and do that too. I don't know if we're there still, but <laughs> if we are, give us a hit. Um, and before we conclude, as usual, Got words of advice for you. And uh, although we're not gurus of anything, we're not experts of anything personally. Well, Jay's is a finance expert. I'm probably like, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me stop putting our business out there. Look, man, I'm going to just keep it simple. We, we living in hard times right now. And, uh, you, you don't have to keep up the cap. You, you really don't. <laughs> like, we live in the hard times right now. So, just make sure that you're moving at your own speed. Try try not to try not to go too fast. You might hurt somebody. Like I said, I'm just keep it simple, man. <laughs> like, that's all I got, man. Cause I know I know tracksuit gonna come with something that's way better than me. So yeah. My words of advice. Set the bar high. And when you leave, take that some bitch with you. Bruh. See what I told y'all. I don't even know why I even do this words of advice shit. I should just let you have it. But either way, man, it's always a joy. It's already a blessing. And um, although we're not live from Queen City like we should have been, you know, it's all good. It, 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 we, we did lose another episode. <laughs> we, did, we didn't lose it. We didn't lose but, it. But, it was just... but we demand better from ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm assuming that this is going to come out how it's supposed to come out because uh, we're recording in the natural fashion. And, um, well, the, the, the typical fashion as of 2020. And but I'm uh, excited for what we got coming soon. I'm excited oh, about that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 man. Stay tuned. Um, share this, share this, share this, share this pump this out uh the more clicks we get the better i mean it's just we don't even do this for money we just do this for the conversation it's fun so the more people listen the more people have something to say we get opinions from all over the place we're able to think up new ideals and blah 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 you know how it goes either way as always thank you and you're welcome and with that being said this has been the no boundaries podcast thank you for listening but Ever since the dawn of civilization, 
people had craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 